Hello and good morning. A bright start to your mornings with two bright ladies to brighten up your day. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Good morning and happy Wednesday. <laughs> Carol and Lavinia are here to take you over the midweek oh, hub. I really love how you start the morning and it's like you're possessed by this English nanny. I don't Good know morning. where she I comes I love her. From. No, I love her. Oh, really? Yes. It's Good morning to you. Huh? Top of the morning to you. you, you it makes me feel really poshy. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, only for two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> After that, we go back. Back to business. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We've got a lot to give away today. Two amazing prizes. First up, if you would love to enjoy some caviar, we have a $100 uh, caviar dining voucher from Caviar. And also a $100 dining voucher for you to enjoy the newly launched Nasi Padang Buffet at Peninsula Excelsior Hotel's Coleman's Cafe. Yum, Ooh. yum. What a lovely morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Hey, thanks so much for having us on. So this morning in Free Your Mind, Moinda, came across this really cute quote on Instagram. Okay. It's a little girl telling her thoughts. Okay, here's what she said. Tell the negative committee inside your head to sit down and zip it. I love that. Man, that girl has got sass. <laughs> Tell the negative committee inside your head to sit down and zip it. Do you sometimes wake up, you know, you feel all right, and then suddenly, slowly, slowly, with each hour of the day, you know, your thoughts start to become very negative. Yes. Why did I say that? Why do I look this way? Oh my gosh, I got bags under my eyes. I'm so fat. I'm so this. I'm so that. Yeah, yeah. It just creeps in. And yeah. then you go on this downward spiral. And by lunchtime, you're just very depressed already. You know, you're so down in the dumps. I'm going to have that on my phone and I'm just going to play it every time when I feel the you know negativity kind of creeping in. Okay, let me remind voice. you. Yeah. Tell the negative committee inside your head to sit down and zip it. Yeah. Yeah, you tell it, girl. Good morning. Prepare yourself. Come on. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Time for some good vibes only. Yes, and today's story, I mean, uh, really is a human tragedy that's taking place over in Turkey and Syria with the earthquake that's going on, you know, thousands of deaths. Um, but this is a feel-good story that comes out of the tragedy. Mm. There was a black and white cat that was rescued after being trapped for 129 hours. Wow. And uh, this cat was rescued by a firefighter. His name is Ali Kakaz. And since he was rescued, he has never left the firefighter's side. Like, he refuses. Mm. So, in the end, this 33-year-old firefighter uh, has decided to adopt him. That's sweet. And, you know, you, can, you see photos of him just snuggling up to the cat at night. And I think the cat, you know, recognizes that this guy was his savior. And I think for the firefighter doing the rescue work, mm. it can be quite traumatizing yeah. to have that comfort from his new pet cat yeah. really help him through it because the firefighter is still continuing to search for survivors. So the cute thing is, is that the firefighter has named the cat Enkez, mm. which roughly translates into the word rubble. Yeah. Yeah. That so is it's a, a very, very touching story. It is indeed. I'm so glad that they have found each other. Mm-hmm, it must be a very mm-hmm. traumatic experience it for is, everyone involved. Is. And that also reminds me a big thank you to members of the SCDF who flew over to Turkey to help as part of Operation Lionheart uh, representing Singapore. So our thoughts and prayers remain with the victims and survivors of the Turkey tragedy. It's my favorite. 
cutest place in the whole wild world. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. Alrighty, time for a wild, wacky story. And this morning, we head over to New York in the U.S. <laughs> where an alligator was found in the New York City lake on oh Sunday. Oh my goodness, yeah. how did it end up there? Everyone's asking that question because wow. it's actually a subtropical, tropical climate kind of creature. Holy That's where moly. they thrive. Yes, yes. And in New York right now, it's actually really cold. Yeah, so I'm surprised that, you know... It's yeah. not doing well. So this four-foot oh. reptile was pulled from Prospect Park Lake in Brooklyn on Sunday morning. It was taken to an animal care centre and then the zoo for medical treatment and rehabilitation. And city officials said the gator appeared lethargic and possibly cold-shocked as well. It was yeah. likely dumped as an unwanted pet. <sighs> Ah, okay, that makes sense. And mm. of course, you know, it's cold-blooded, so definitely very affected by the climate and the temperatures yeah. at that moment. But now it makes sense. Somebody dumped it. Poor thing, you I know. was already, you know, conspiracy theory kind of thing going on that, oh, it swam from the, the underground piping. And, it's, you know, funny. What, what is it? yeah. it's funny. It's funny you say that because New Yorkers have pondered this myth that alligators roam the city's sewer system for years. In fact, they celebrate alligators in the sewers day as an unofficial holiday on February 9th. Has anyone actually seen that? No, but oh, uh, you know it's an celebrated. urban legend. It's an urban <laughs> legend, and they just celebrate it every year. So they're wondering: Are there really alligators in the sewer system? And this is why they keep popping up every now and then because people are just disposing or letting go of their unwanted pets. So scary! Yeah. But we should have one. It's more likely to happen in Singapore. So we should have a, <laughs> a sewage crocodile day oh, in dear. Singapore. See, like, now I'm scared of dreams. Hey. <laughs> Action! Good morning. Nice to see you. Here we go. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. So, we're going to get a little bit more uh, science-y today. Is that a word called science mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, scientists have discovered that a big chunk of the sun's surface has broken off. <gasps> yes. Oh my gosh. Can it do that? Uh, that's why the scientists are so stumped. The but sun it has can happened. break a leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, but we're sure it's from the sun and not from some other star like Betelgeuse. What? There is a star called Betelgeuse? Yeah. Yeah, and it's dying. So hey. maybe it's a part of Beetlejuice because it's starting to fall apart. <laughs> Just uh. like the movie character itself, yeah. who is already dead, right? Mm. So it's more accurate that way. Well, uh, apparently, so this big piece of the sun surface is broken off. Uh, good thing is, is that it's not heading to Earth or anywhere else. Okay. It's just circling the sun's north pole like a vortex. Oh, wow. So it's, I think it might be a very cool sight. Okay. I'm sure it's a sight for sore eyes, but at the same time, please, I hope it doesn't come into the Earth's atmosphere as well because that could be really potentially dangerous for all of us. <laughs> yes. So I'm sure it's a situation the scientists are monitoring. So there you go. Bright Side just got brighter with news of the sun. Good morning, everyone. We ready? The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. And I've got a really, really wonderful local story. It's all about this 77-year-old retiree and he has actually built this wonderful mural in Badoque mm-hmm. by himself. Took him six months to wow. do so. But the materials he used is really, truly amazing. 80,000 bottle caps. What? 80,000? Yes. That's a lot of bottle caps to yes. collect. And it's really about collecting different colored ones because he has made this mural and it actually spells um, I love Singapore, Aww. love Badok Garden. Mm-hmm. It's got like its big red heart shape, you know, in the center. So it's really a lot of planning mm-hmm. and collecting the right amount of colored <laughs> bottle, bottle caps. caps. Yeah. Exactly which part of Badok is this? Um, this is over at uh, Block 25 New Upper Changi Road. Okay. And he would spend three to four hours a day on the project, except for when it's heavy raining. Uh, he- 
raining heavily? <laughs> Except for when it's raining heavily. And he actually lives nearby in a housing block with his wife and the three children. So it's uh, in a public space? Yes, you can step on it. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, he glues yeah, yeah. it down. Has um, anyone stolen it? I just hope people don't come and mess with this piece of art. I mean, 80,000 bottle caps, six months. That's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I think it's it's very well maintained. Mm. Uh, it seems like he did get some help in collecting the bottle caps yeah. with uh, the residence committee in the area. And sometimes the public, seeing his endeavour, would donate some bottle caps. Sweet. I like how people are coming together. I like that he has started this really interesting project to get people to come together. I think together. it's a great community project. And hopefully, since people are aware of his presence, you know, he's there a couple of hours every day investing in this piece of art. Hopefully, they'll respect it and it'll be around by the time I get there to check it out. <laughs> hey, he will be starting and hoping to start a mm. new project of building another mural out of bottle caps in the shape of the Merlion. Oh, cute. Oh, Do we know his that. name, this gentleman? Mr. Sim Bo Huat. Okay, Mr. Sim Bo Huat, thank you so much for showing some love to Singapore. And Badok, represent. Yeah, my hood. Oh! <laughs> One, two, three. Good morning, boys and girls. Uh, good morning, man. Good morning. Good morning. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Talk of Tinseltown. <laughs> All right, let's find out what's happening in Hollywood. Apparently, there's going to be a second Hellboy reboot. Oh, yeah, almost- same people in the in the cast? Well, we don't know yet, but it's been almost two decades since the release of the first one, Hellboy, really? right? Yeah, it's been that years. long? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And finally, we're getting a reboot. It's called Hellboy the Crooked Man. It'll enter production next month in Bulgaria. Wow. Casting for the title character, originally played by Ron Perlman and then David Harbour, has yet to be announced. Who do you think would make a good Hellboy? The original. Ron Perlman? Yes. He's got some unique looks, huh? Yes, he's perfect for that role as well. But I think Dave Bautista could also do it. He was ah, Drax, right, in Marvels. True, I think he true. would make a good Hellboy as well. That's true. Okay, worth considering, worth considering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe fewer lines for him, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> also recently, there was a Back to the Future reunion. Yeah, stars Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson and Tom Wilson reunited to celebrate the beloved film at the Fan Expo in Portland in the US. And they shared their reunion on Instagram, a beautiful picture of all of them together. Uh, they also reunited in October last year at the New York Comic Con. So it's oh, just that's I wonderful, wish, wonderful. I wish that was a movie that would get rebooted as well yes. with the original actors. Yes, mm. yes, you got to have the original guys because they were amazing in that show. Come on, make it happen, Hollywood. The bright side with Carol and Lavinia. Yeah, baby. <laughs> on One FM ninety one point three. So as you may know, tenants in Singapore are facing a crisis because property prices are on the up and up. Mm-hmm. In fact, some people are turning to Carousel for some good deals because the app now has uh, property listings really? as well. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. And uh, Recently, one listing spotted was for Block 121 Pasir Street 11. Now, the owner, the landlord, is not renting out a room. He is renting out just the top bunk of a bunk bed. Are you serious? Yeah. For, for how much? $600. Excuse me? Yeah. And this room is meant for three people. There's already one other tenant in this room. Are you kidding? <laughs> Well, how much is the lower bunk? Less I fifty dollars. Hopefully, got discount lah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Top bunk six hundred dollars. <laughs> it will come with Wi-Fi, uh-huh. utilities. There is a wardrobe. You can do some light cooking. The bed is included. Phew. 
Fortunately, I got yeah, mattress Yeah, top up, got a bit of view. Um, a bit of view. Pet friendly, you have to be pet friendly because he's got five cats. Ah. Okay, so there's also aircon, but you can only use the aircon from 6pm to 6am. What? The, yeah, so it's going to be a tight fit in this room, but it apparently is very well kept, free of clutter. He's only posted, you know, X number of photos. You can ask for more if you're truly interested in renting the top bunk in a room in Passe Riss. What are your thoughts on this? Is this a yay or a nay for you? Renting out the top bunk of a bed for $600. Uh, do you agree with what this landlord is trying to do? Why or why not? We'd love to hear from you this morning, 88550913. Levy, you look like an enterprising person. Is this something you would do, charge $600 for a bunk bed? No, hmm. no. I do like my privacy more uh-huh. than being entrepreneuring. Okay. All right. So you don't want to rent your any room in your house at if all? If I can help it, yes. Okay. But you know, it's a quick way to make a buck. So 600 just imagine everyone pays 600 That's like uh, $1,800 for a yeah, room. Yeah, I can see why he. it's an appealing idea for the landlord. We got Gurmit on the line. Gurmit, what are your thoughts on paying $600 for a top bunk bed? Yeah or nay? No, for you? no. Why no, not? No, no. Mm. I wouldn't. Um, the top bunk is actually more dangerous. If you have a bad dream, you fell all <gasps> over, you just, you just hurt yourself. And I don't think insurance is covered. <laughs> Almost sounds like you're speaking from experience. Is that it, Gurmit? I did. Yes, as a kid, I did fall off the top bunk. Oh dear! So my a bit of trauma from my, that. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, my so you were was having such a good time. Mm, so you would go for the lower bunk then. A lot safer. Um, toilet trouble. You just <laughs> run to the toilet very quick. <laughs> and also, if you need to run for the remote control, mm. yes, you'll be first on okay. the floor. This is to a run good plan. Control. Food as well. Food okay. delivery comes, and ah. you don't want to share with the rest of your roommates. You know, ah. you go first. You got a little man cave going on also in the yes, lower bunk, right? Yes, yes. That is also true. <laughs> Have Can. a great day. Bye-bye. Bye, Gummit. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. Always look on the bright side of life. On 1FM 91.3. Geocaching. What? Is that a real thing? It is, and it's worldwide, okay? All I can think about is Joe Duck. Mmm. Seafood? Okay, I've never no, nothing tried that to do. <laughs> no, nothing to do with that. Okay, so basically, geocaching is like a treasure hunt where you use your GPS. Okay, very sophisticated game of hide and seek for people all over the world to find these hidden boxes or mm-hmm. caches. Okay, you need GPS. It's a handheld like navigational device about the size of a cell phone, so not your cell phone, and they can range in price from seventy dollars to one thousand dollars. You can get them from any sporting goods store. Mm-hmm. Basically, what you want to do first, get hold of that device, then you go to geocaching.com. It's uh, geo, and then caching is spelled as C-A-C-H-I-N-G. Start your account, and then you search for the city that you're in. So you see, it doesn't have to mean in Singapore. If you're traveling overseas, you can also take part in a treasure hunt over there in okay. a particular city, as long as someone has set one up. What do you stand to find or win? It could be just about anything. It's just that idea of, you know, hide and seek, you know, if you're going to call it geocaching, then you better give me cash. You know? As a traveler, I want some cash. <laughs> Who knows? That might be part of what you find. Do we know what some of the things that people have already won? Um, they have things like uh, bug spray because maybe the area that you're in has a lot of <laughs> bugs. I just go to hey, 7-Eleven buy la. <laughs> You will find things like a notebook. Maybe there's... Uh, <laughs> 
trinkets, toys. What's this joke catching? I don't want to play, thanks. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Oh, you know how it is. You know, traveling sometimes is about the experiences, it's about the journey. I think this is a very interesting activity that can take place. And some of them actually do like puzzles and everything. So quite cool. Lah. <laughs> Go check it. No out. money. One part brightness, two parts wit, three parts fun, and oh, heavy dose of laughter. <laughs> The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. Time for Thank Me Later. Here's a bit of a life hack for you. So, are you used to drinking canned drinks? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. And Not that s- much, but yes. And do you sometimes struggle with opening the tab? Yes. Okay. Or oh, like I chip my nail on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So in order to prevent that from happening, right, when opening a beverage, you're supposed to push down on the hinge portion of the tab with your thumb to raise the other edge of the tab so you can get your finger under it. Ah, mm. I guess, okay, it will take a little bit of getting used to, yeah. but okay, very good hack. Because good o- hack. oftentimes we're using the end that's closer to our mouth, ah. right? Closer to the rim. You're supposed to use the one on the inside, press that down to lift it up. Like, kind of like a seesaw effect. That makes sense. Also, you notice the hinge has a little hole in the middle and you're like, why is there a hole? Is this uh-huh, for me to uh-huh. put my finger, but it's not big enough for my finger? Uh-huh. That's for you to twist around and put your straw in so your straw doesn't jiggle about. So it holds it in place because sometimes the straw floats upwards exactly. right? when you have gassy drinks. Yes. Oh, very good. Wow, two hacks, Carol. Uh-huh. Thank Thanks. you. Above and beyond. Thank me later. <laughs> Carol. Come to the dark side. Nah, I prefer the bright side. Lavinia, come to the dark side. Wait, are you my father? What? No, 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 no. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3. No. Today we're talking about the bright spark. It's a segment where we share with you about innovation and just a great idea that will hopefully inspire you. Now, this is a story that comes all the way from Indonesia and Mm. it's about tofu. Okay. It's a cheap and highly nutritious food. A lot of the locals do rely on eating this food as a staple, right? I like dimpi. Oh my gosh, yes. So the runoff from tofu factories is apparently very, very smelly and it also pollutes the rivers and it kills fish because of the acidity of the wastewater mm. and the organic materials in the wastewater when it decomposes it produces ammonia gas so really oh quite dear. smelly yeah it's quite bad so in Indonesia alone there are about these uh, 100,000 such tofu factories and now they have found a way to turn that wastewater and it's a lot of wastewater okay one kg of tofu generates 33 litres of wastewater mm-hmm. into something very useful a drink no, a tofu drink, yeah, fermented a tofu, probiotic drink. <laughs> of some sort. No, none of that. So five years ago, all the wastewater goes straight into the rivers or lakes, right? But mm-hmm. now they pipe that water to a biogas plant wow. to make biofuel. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! Yes, yes. So it takes twenty days for the microbes in the biofuel plant to convert the tofu wastewater into biofuel, which is used for cooking gas or even uh, generating electricity. And the byproducts. Can can be used as fertilizer. The great thing is, mm. 90% of the pollutants in the wastewater are removed from this process of creating biofuel. So it's like a win-win-win. That's fantastic. That's mm-hmm. such a genius solution to a problem because a lot of people love tofu. In fact, tofu is appearing in you know all the non-meat options as well, all your non-dairy options. So that's fantastic. All I can say is... <laughs> what a lovely morning! The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia on 1FM 91.3.